What's going on, boys? And welcome to Toldy Blitz Podcast. And we on the pick'em side of the week for us. This is motherfucking Friday, and we talking boxing, and, bef- and we're talking Virgil Ortiz Jr., the most slept on 147 pounder there is. Before we get into it, go down, like this video, and go down and subscribe to the <laughs> channel. You're subscribing to that boy Paul Pick'em Winham Concha, and I'm joined with that boy Kev. Water Buster Boy, aka the Dom PYE, aka that motherfucker on the screen right now. And we won't talk. Put me on game. I need to find out about Ortiz. I know a lot of good Ortiz's, man. Who is this version of Ortiz, motherfucker? What's going on, man? Prime time PT, you already know, man. Let's let's jump right into it. Ortiz, the slept Reffin- on 147 fighter. Repping the swamp with it. Come on now. He did. You already know we come with the swamp every time. We're talking Darkio right now, but I would say he's only 24 years old, 18 and 0, all by knockout. When this includes the names of Mauricio Hooker, Brad Solomon, Samuel Vargas, Mauricio Ahora, he is a Golden Boy Promotions type of fighter. He is the WBO international champion, which don't mean much. But it's also because 147 is also tied up at the moment with Crawford and Spence, so he doesn't really have a he doesn't have the right to get have a title fight right now. But he's made everything look easy. He hasn't fought in over about over a year. His last fought was in August 2021. This is he's not very active this year. His fight earlier this year got canceled, and it was actually to the person he's fighting right now, Michael McKinson. And that fight got canceled because Virgil Ortiz is a big boy for 147, tried to cut weight, couldn't cut it, like ribomotose out, you know, something happened health issue-wise due to cutting weight, couldn't make it. He is a big boy for 147. That is why he has a lot of knockouts. He's fucking intense. He's built like a bull and hits like a truck. He's that dude. But – this is his fight back, first fight of the year, and I think only fight of the year, really, if it, with the way schedules are lining up. So not very active, so we don't really talk about him much. But Michael McKinson is the WBO Euro champion. I just want to know, is this another England guy getting sent over to America for a beatdown? Or is he really this crafty southpaw fighter that some people mm-hmm. are making him out to be that could to actually – pose a threat to Ortiz because he does like to make things dirty. I wouldn't say maybe like a threat, but I think it's going to be a good test for him. Probably maybe like his – probably his biggest step-up fight, you know what I'm saying? But I think the southpaw shit is what's going to benefit the most, him fighting a southpaw because you think that all the top dogs in the 147, they're all southpaw, boots – you know, I mean, like Crawford, he Wait, fights both. Yeah, they 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 switch or southpaw. Primarily, Crawford fights in that southpaw stance, and like Spence. So, like, you know, I feel like it's gonna be a good test to be fighting a southpaw and a step up in competition for sure. But Ortiz is he's the truth, man. Like he he he's got it all. I feel like, and the way he fights, where he comes forward like a bully, and he just got popped to his hands, man. He's different. I forgot to say, this fight is in Texas, so I got my <laughs> don't mess with Texas shot glass. I poured up the shot, and this is his third straight fight headlining Texas. 
And this is his second straight fight in a row headlining Fort Worth Arena. So, like, this is – and he's from Texas himself. This is his hometown. So, he does have that back in him in this fight. Maurice – but Michael McKinson, he's British. Those British people, he's 22-0 and southpaw, only got two KOs. So, he's very soft-handed, loves to go to decision. But, like, those technical prowess could make a problem to Ortiz because Ortiz is just an intimidating force. He's not the most technical. He doesn't have the best footwork, but he's bigger than you, stronger than you, gets you out of there. And he does he does show improvement in every fight. It's not like he's been bad. Like, he's shown he's had better footwork. He uses his jab more often nowadays. And sometimes, But sometimes he does flip a switch, and he goes back into his dirty boxing style where he's just going to use his power, size, and force and nothing technical about it. So maybe – Michael McKinson, 22-0, Southpaw, all unanimous decision wins, Euro champion. Maybe he can show in. Ortiz hasn't fought in over a year, just about. The ring rust is there. He has problems making this weight before. Maybe he has problems again. Michael McKinson's been very active since the, uh, the fight was first set up. So this is an interesting fight, even though the odds do show Ortiz as a super favorite. Yeah, I want to see how Ortiz can come out on top, but shit, man. I hope he don't get frustrated in the ring and like not rely on his or like rely on his power too much where you know he's overshooting and he's just getting frustrated in there. So see how he's gonna handle that because he's gonna fight a more like a pure boxer, so it's gonna be interesting. All right, Kev, let's talk. Let's hear you from your perspective. From uh, you're just learning about both these fighters, Virgil Ortiz, super favorite, super prospect, nothing but knockout, super young. Michael McKinson's a probably better technical fighter, but yeah. this is also the biggest stage he's ever fought on with the best opponent he's ever fought. So I like to hear it. I want to see what's up with that boy, Virgil Ortiz. I just think it's funny that I've never heard of any other boxers outside of um. Spence Boots and Crawford in this division. Like, that's how tied up this division is. Like, I feel like once the dead, like a lot of there's um everybody got knocked off already by Crawford and Spence. Like Danny, Danny Garcia's, this um Sean Porter's, the motherfucker, the Mikey Garcia's, like they all got knocked off. So to see that there's some young talent, bro's only 24, and we don't know how much longer he'll be able to make this division. Maybe he gets a nutritionist and it makes it a lot easier for him. But it's I want to see what I want to really I'm really gonna be have have my fucking have my have my judging hat on like is this the future of this division is this the person that's gonna take over once once Spence slips after he beats Crawford's to unify all the title belts is this what um is this what's gonna go down so that's my coolest thing I think the biggest takeaway from I'm gonna take away from this like who is he like what does he do what what does he do different because boots. Boots, because I don't see nobody being Boots except Spencer Crawford. So, like, who's this dude that's supposed to be taking on Boots while Spencer Crawford figured all this shit out? So, I said this once before, and I'm going to stand on it. I think Boots beats Spence. I don't think he beats Crawford. But it's also the same math as MMA. It doesn't add up all around. That doesn't mean to say Spence can't beat Crawford. Like, shit don't make sense half the time. But I, uh, with him, we I opened it saying most slept on 147er. 18 and 0, all knockouts. He has a better resume at 147 than probably Terrence Crawford does. 
and and that's and like like the names are named of people he already knocked off are previous champions and divisions uh solidified studs in the division that he ran into and knocked them off already so he's not afraid of the big fight like this is the, the, the young talent that's coming in and they're 25 and under and they're calling for the he called out keith thurman already he called out Ter- terrence crawford and similar to boots none of them guys are even answering those call outs because money wise don't make sense for them because these guys aren't draws like that. But also they know this is not a fight you want to take because that guy has, he's the legit talent. And Marcus and me both agreed and almost 95% of boxing Twitter, I think agrees Crawford Spence boots are top three and Virgil Ortiz is that number four who we want to put into that conversation with Boots, but as of right now, we all think Boots is by far would beat this beat this cat. But that doesn't seem to he hasn't we haven't seen a fight in a year though. So maybe we see something out of him here that changes. Some people, some people probably will argue too and say Ortiz beats Boots. So I mean, that's crazy man to see these young guys. Man, boxing so deep with young talented fighters, they're gonna be crazy. That's the craziest thing about boxing. It's always like, we think he beats blah, 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 but we got to see what they match, what they because styles and they fight. We got to see how can um how can they really have, keep that upper hand against each other. But that fight's probably not going to happen because niggas just don't and fight. Each other. And the big fights weigh in. Yeah. But I will say, oh, sorry, Kev, but I just want to say this before we have to uh, get out of here. There's a uh, Danny Garcia is what we just covered in our last boxing video, him beating Jose Benavidez Jr., and he's at 154. If that boy, Virgil Ortiz, can't make 147 anymore and he moves up to 154, I think he instantly goes into title fights with Charlo in them because I think he beats Castellano. I think he beats Garcia. I think he beats Jose Zapita, uh, Jose Ramirez. He beats all of them boys. That'd be crazy if he goes the 54. I never even thought about that. Because Charlo has all the belts, so Charlo's is all avenues. So I yeah. think he beats all the because he's a big boy at 147. He can't make weight in his past two fights. So it's only yeah. a it's a, it's only a matter of time before he can stay that low. Yeah. Well, with this, y'all, y'all have anything else to say with the 147 division with um, fucking Boots versus him, maybe? Maybe we get that fight after this fight? Or I know we're I all blocking him to get the win here. That we don't, we're not all afraid of this fight. But anything else to say with his uh, career before we get out Honestly, of here? I, I hope they don't go straight into the fight with Boots and Ortiz after this because I would want her to – cook a little bit more and let them boys kind of develop their own little paths and and then create maybe like a super path or like a super fight, maybe not even that long, like two more years. But that'd be interesting to see them, boy. I think it would be a little too early for them to fight right now. Bro, I can't stand you boxers, you boxers, man. Y'all love to wait. Two years. Y'all love to let it set. Y'all love to let it milk. Y'all love to I got to say two years because these boys don't fight often. They literally fight like once or twice a year. So, like, in reality, 
It is gonna be like two years. Man, fade that. Don't get me wrong. I like it just because of how deep the 147 division is. There's so many other fights you could do. You got to keep Thurman. You got the Garcias, but bro, you, 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 you yolo, bro. You only live once, bro. Go fade that shit. Fade that. I want to see it, man. I need it because it's always let's wait, and then when it's time, then we like, damn, we waited too long, and I'd be like, bro, just fade that shit right now. Take it to the parking lot. I that. I want to see the fight. I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait to see it. like he, like these. But they also been calling out those names and they ain't getting it. So they're not fighting. They're fighting once a year, and it's not. I want to see. I want to see Boots versus like Thurman. Yeah, Boots versus Keith Thurman and like Ortiz versus like how that it kind of really look. I, I would want to see him fight like another top. Well, I will say that the only other person because he's Golden Boy. Golden Boy Promotions doesn't have many fighters. The only other welterweight fighter that's in his conversation is Alexis Rocha. And Alexis Rocha versus him would be a pretty good fight that we could see after this because if Golden Boy – Golden Boy doesn't like to deal with anybody else other than Golden Boy. So maybe we get that fight. And Rocha's undefeated prospect himself that doesn't get oh, talked man, about. That would, that would be a pretty interesting fight to see Ortiz and Rocha. I really want to see Boots versus Thurman. I think that one will be a banger. Facts. But we got to get out of here because we got shit. We got a lot coming up this week for y'all boys. We got UFC Tiago Santos versus Jamal Hill with the tough fighters on it. We already recapped the Danny Garcia, Jose Benavidez fight and Pena versus Nunes main card fights. But anything else y'all want to add to this fight before we head out? Team Spence, fuck what you heard. She, but that's been fucking Virgil Ortiz versus Michael McKinson. We're all riding Virgil Ortiz and we're all riding him heavy. Don't expect Michael McKinson to, if someone's telling you, hey, this might be a, a fucking underdog win, brush them off the shoulder, tell them to shut the fuck up. Y'all don't know boxing. Virgil Ortiz is coming out here and getting the dub. But uh, if you ain't know, now you know, motherfuckers. Yeah. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. And it's the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen. Knowing that I'm having sin higher than I ever been. I got a problem with.